Welcome in to another edition of the Par for the Court podcast. Hello. It is Thursday, October 26th. Um, here we are the morning after two amazing nights of basketball. I was blown away and just over the moon. I got to tell you, you don't know how much you miss something until you got it back. And then you're like, how did I even live without this thing? And yeah, we, the NBA. we sat on the couch for four hours on Tuesday night. And then five hours on Wednesday night. And there's nothing else I wanted to do. No, there was quite literally... Nothing else on my mind. No, I'm, I'm so, so serious to you. In the third quarter of the Mavs-Spurs game, I was sitting there like, what games are on next? There's nothing. And there were no more games. I wasn't thinking that. I was, I was too tired for that. And I but. was like, oh my gosh, it's over. I have to wait till tomorrow night. But wait, there's more tomorrow. To watch NBA games. So yeah. Um... All right, so we're going to start off with uh, just a few thoughts on the opening night, which was Lakers, Nuggets, Suns, Warriors, and then we're going to get into some opening opening game, debut game awards. Um, superlatives, some may call them. Yes, you might call them superlatives. Um, but yeah, if, uh, if you're ready, I'm ready. What do you, let's, let's, let's go. go, let's go. It's on for the Court Podcast. Um, so, first game we're going to talk about, Lakers-Nuggets. Um, Denver comes out uh, 12 points victorious in what was cannot be described other than a dominant they didn't skip a beat by the Nuggets offense. Um, the offense looked impenetrable. I mean, there was not a single instance where we, we saw a bad shot taken by the Nuggets. They were just getting pretty much whatever they wanted. Jokic is, in fact, still Anthony Davis's legitimate biological father. Yes, he birthed him. Um, AD, we saw put up a fight in the first half, but did not score a single point in the second half. Very disappointing to many. Um, um, first thing that came to my mind watching that game, aside from, well, I'm going to get to D'Angelo Russell later, but LeBron James, very much still the best player on the team, and it sucked because he's going to be playing limited minutes this year. Darvin Ham wants to cap him out about at about 31 minutes a game. Yeah. And that's a cap. Yeah, he said the and, 30 minutes was normal for yeah, for opening night. But the problem was the Lakers offense did not look at all right when he was not on the floor. Um and that is a lot in part to due to D'Angelo Russell's lack of uh care about his teammates, lack of awareness, lack of awareness, self-awareness. I I said out loud during the game, I think he thinks this is a my career game, but in real life yeah, he was taking. I counted, guys. I counted. He took twelve shot attempts. Nine of them were bad shots. I watched back the film, and that does not include the plethora of turnovers he had. That does not include the plethora of bad passes, um, and the amount of times he got a shot blocked. Like, just got to be better um, on the Nuggets side. Just, it's going to be. There's nothing very, you can really say about the Nuggets. It's going to be very. They didn't hard skip a beat. They're to beat them. Still my finals favorite. Yeah. Um, it's frustrating to watch the Lakers with how much talent they picked so up this offseason to put it to waste with no real offensive system in place. It looks like so far, maybe it gets better through a couple games, but it's it's tough to see LeBron and AD scoring in spite of the offense and not because they're put in good situations with the ball. Oh, um, uh, Quick uh, preliminary thought on superlatives. Um, the coach who needs to be fired award, <laughs> Darvin Ham. Congratulations, you have won. Um, 
Certificate Congratulations to Darv Lynn. Certificate in the mail for the coach that needs to be fired award. Um, and obviously, they're going to be better. You know, their role players are going to be better. I hope Gabe, so. Gabe Vincent's going to have better games. Rui better have better games. All the working out he did with LeBron. Stop. Uh, he didn't, we did not see any of that work show in that first game. Um, you could not have told that he was working out with LeBron all summer. But I bet they worked out three times. A shit ton more than that. Are oh, really? Insane? Literally, they didn't leave the practice facility. They weren't. Besides, when LeBron went to Minnesota, uh, yeah, Minnesota for uh, Bronny's health, like they were, they were working out all offseason. Hey, man, so, I want to believe you. But. Okay, well, I'm telling the truth. Um, but yeah, they're going to be better. And yeah, we'll. I mean, last thing on this game, preseason and summer, I was worried about a championship hangover. Is Jokic going to be playing his way into shape? This and that. And no, I like. No. I love this. I love this post game interview. He's like, "Yes, I lifted weights. Um, I was in the weight room. Skipped the gym, maybe a few days." He's We're like, like, "Yeah." He's like, "He's like, I I did not skip weight. Did I skip a uh, basketball court? Did I maybe. skip the court? Maybe a few times. Maybe like, a I, few times. I skipped court maybe a few times. But I did skip not skip. Court. I did not skip weight." Um, oh man! And then Shaq said, "I love you in Serbia." And that was a heartfelt. Yeah, thing. he started. I love you in Serbia in Denver. That was hilarious. All right, let's get into Suns Warriors before we talk awards. Bring your mic up. There's no point in doing it. Why did you even have to say that, bro? Now I have to edit. It was fine. Okay, fine. Go on. Okay, Suns Warriors. I would say the inferior of the two opening night games, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. A lot of subpar stretches of hoops. Uh, we saw a game with two two of the better players out on both teams respectively. We saw Bradley Beal out, uh, Draymond Green out. So we didn't really get the full glimpse into how these teams will play Devin Booker looking like an MVP I think he's the oh, MVP yeah. favorite after two nights can we say that great passer great scorer as we saw he was getting whatever he wanted obviously not a great Warriors defensive team without Draymond on the floor like we've seen in years past but um scoring will scoring easily which I like to see in the NBA there yeah. weren't like he made the game very simple just playing cerebrally Making great reads in the pick and roll down the stretch, getting guys open. Kevin Durant, on the other hand, mm. what's going on? Big deferential game for him. What? Deferential, deferring. Okay, yeah, you could have just said that. Oh, this guy. I'm not going to dumb down. It's not my a words. It's not a words podcast. I'm not going to dumb it's down my vocabulary. NBA for you. podcast. I'm not going to dumb down my vocabulary <clears throat> for you. Go on. Uh, you don't see Kevin Durant get out of character like he did tonight very often i would say yeah I would, he was uh, taking like really off balance weird shots he was letting the smaller warriors defenders get under him a lot yeah which you don't see very often like when normally when defenders do that he just shoots over him but he yeah. was like taking extra dribbles and a lot of one-legged fallaways that just weren't great like yeah. seven seven for 22 from the field one thing not I what didn't, we see from Kevin Durant I didn't very like often. The, i didn't like the lack of a uh, rip get to the basket type plays that he were normally used to seeing him just you know, getting a nice jab, get, get downhill, move, just dunking it. We really didn't see that at all. Um, a lot of bad twos, like you said. Uh, yeah, going over to the Warriors side, they Wait, are going. I have one more thought on the Suns, and then go ahead. The Warriors. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I thought Devin Booker's growth was massively evident in the final stretch of the game, where he had two crucial assists to wrap up that game. Yeah, they were great. Um, amazing reads where used to in the past it would have been 
he was going to be taking a tough shot. Forced a shot up, yeah, but but he found his guys, and that was you know. Side note: I the Devin Booker signature shoe is growing on me. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, once we see more colorways, it's going to be the first color. It was just the all black. It wasn't great, but I think I like more, the all orange. I like, I, orange. I like the all orange a lot. Yeah. All right, let's get. To I the like Warriors. that a lot. Uh, on the Warriors, they are going to struggle mightily when Steph is off the floor, and that's mm-hmm. a huge problem. Steph's getting older. Steph gets injured every season. Um, when he's not on the floor, when Clay's not on the floor, they don't have much to go to. Nihao. That wasn't. Don't do that. Nihao. Don't do that. Go on. Um, I still don't see Moody and Kaminga really grasping the system. Yeah, after leading the preseason and scoring, a bit of an under. I mean, 12 points, right? 12. Still a bit of an underwhelming performance from Kaminga. Yeah, I mean, when I'm watching the game and I see, you know, when you see the Warriors score like the Warriors are supposed to score, it's it's the pin downs. It's not that many dribbles. It's a pin down. It's a slip to the basket. Quick, the ball's moving quickly. They get threes. And you see the lineups that are out there when they're doing that. Steph's in there. Clay's in there. Looney's in there. Wiggins is in there. Maybe Gary Payton, too,'s in there. Yep. Didn't see that when Kaminga was out there. Didn't see that when Moody was out there. Chris Paul. Didn't see that much when he was out there. They're going to a lot of spread ball screens when Chris Paul's in there, and I don't love that for the Warriors because of their lack of spacing and shooting around him when they're going to those. Um, saw a lot of double drags with Chris Paul, or with Steph setting for Chris Paul and looming behind him. They didn't get much out of those. Uh, I think Chris Paul is just over dribbling a lot when he's in there, and they need to figure that out. Yeah. One thing that I was very taken aback by in this game was the amount of just off. I don't want to say amount of off ball because we've seen a lot of Curry off ball, but rather I'll say non-productive Curry off ball. I would say. Yeah, I mean it was a. I feel like a record high of Curry standing as Chris Paul dribbles, which that flow is going to improve as the season goes on. I think especially when Draymond gets back, he'll get everybody moving. And That's back and true. Play. Also, I'm, I'm, I cannot wait for the, ine- like, and I mean inevitable, all caps, inevitable blow up fight between yeah. Draymond and Chris Paul in the middle of a game yeah. where they're debating on what should happen with the offense. I. Um, what do you think? How many times do you think all, it's going to happen throughout I, the season? I put the line at, like, I mean – you know, like horse, I put the line at like one and a half. Um, I was going way higher. I no, think like no, um, it's going to happen like five or six times. Now, one thing I'll say, I wasn't not a fan of the shots Chris Paul took. I just thought he wasn't knocking him like down. Him. Um, I thought I didn't. I not one time where I was like he shouldn't have taken that shot. In I my didn't. Opinion. I didn't like them because I think the Warriors as a team can get better shots. I mean, yeah, but it's Chris Paul. And he's a good player, and he's can he's very capable of making those shots. It just you know, get his legs up under him. That's all. Right, but he's capable of taking and making those shots. But yeah, so was, I know Steph Curry's taking. I'm capable of making better shots and stuff like that. I think more the more you share the ball with this Warriors team, the more you're and going to get. Also, I and will the say open shots you're going to get. I will say the Warriors are a team that has always been a hey, let's get this new guy a lot of shots and get him involved team. That's true, and we've seen that since Steve Kerr has been a part of the organization. So, you know, it's gonna, you know, that's one thing. Early season, it's overreacting central. Over, we're giving out 
freaking awards about the first night yeah, after one night but like not even all teams have played but like we can't help it because we're fans and that's what we're gonna do we're gonna overanalyze the information we have and right now we have limited information but it's time to overanalyze because we're in the season but yeah it's gonna be better uh my second worry's worry is front court depth can we talk oh, front court depth yeah i mean the Saric, Saric played a brunt load of five tonight or well, obviously no tonight. draymond but looney can't play 48 Draymond's going to play a lot when Looney's out there. Um, Saric looked bad against Drew Eubanks. Okay, people are underrating Drew Eubanks. He's good. It's it's evident. He's good. It's evident that not a lot of people have watched Drew Eubanks because he's good. He's I mean since you know Blazers he was always solid. He's, he's good. But okay, how many centers can you name that are better than Drew Eubanks? Okay, Saric is a power forward. So, been a how, power forward. How, he's not going to. His whole career. They played him at the five. I understand. That's because the Warriors lack. I am evaluating. You know, what, they need to play. What I'm given on the court. That's what I'm evaluating. Sarge at the five. I'm going to say not good. All can right. I Can I say that? Um, also, I'll allow it. Also, why is Drew Eubanks going green and yellow mismatched shoes? I mean, maybe he saw Reggie. Um, Jackson? Jackson on the Clippers and was like, this is inspiring, and I love this. And this he is shouldn't be inspired animal. by him. Okay, maybe he should. Who knows? Um, so, yeah. But Warriors will get better. Suns, can't wait to see what they I deal. hope the Warriors get better. Okay. Why don't we get into superlatives? Sh- yeah. All right. All right, let's do it. Before we get into superlatives, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor of today, DeWalt. DeWalt. If you're looking to do some home improvement, maybe uh, you know put in a, uh, a few cupboards. I don't know. Maybe maybe even add a new door to your uh, to your house. Yeah. I recommend DeWalt Tools. That's a drill. A brand of tools that are always going to get the job done. DeWalt is tough. They're disciplined, and they're always looking to make a difference in the household improvement game. You can go to any home improvement stores, whether it be Home Depot, Lowe's, even our good buddies at AutoZone. They will carry DeWalt tools. Use code THECOURT for 28.3% off quarter-inch drill bits from DeWalt at Ace Hardware stores that qualify. That's code THECOURT, T-H-E-C-O-U-R-T, quarter-inch drill bits at Ace Hardware's that are eligible. Yeah, you know, I was just I was just looking to build my own uh, table the other day. I know what tool I went right for. I reached, I reached for my DeWalt drill, yeah. and it got those screws right in there. I'm talking about right in there. I mean, my DeWalt hammer, hammered stuff. My I I was I was screwing the hell out of that drive with my DeWalt screwdriver. Yeah. Just now I, I I finished the I finished the table, and I wasn't even like talking about man, this is a good table. I was like, man, how good did those tools feel in my hand? Yeah, you know? you know their slogan? What's that? DeWalt, the tough man's tool for a tough man's job. Oh, hell yeah. DeWalt, go pick up your tools today. All Let's get to the toughest segment, the superlatives. All righty. I think I would like to lead off the superlatives uh, or awards. And sure, such. sure, sure. All right. <laughs> Whoa there. Yeah, sorry, um, sorry. Had a strain yesterday. I oh I strained yesterday, um, you know whatever. Not more than me. Okay, debatable. We um, not a debate. This was something that 
I had already just I quite literally discussed this exact title for this exact team hours before the game actually began. And that will be most disappointing team of the night, the All-In Rockets. Dun, dun, dun. We saw exactly what I expected to happen with them. A lot of uh, let's be the guy by committee. A lot of taking turns, and it did not look great. I'm talking about um, we saw Brooks get a lot of shots up. Green get a lot of shots up. Thompson get a lot of shots up. Van Vliet get a lot of shots up. Luckily, we also saw Sengun get a lot of shots up, which that was actually a bright spot. Um, good amount of post-ups for him. Um, he did a very solid job. Showed up in the stat sheet, by the way, as he had the best plus-minus of the team. Um, by the way, can you guess who had the worst plus-minus on the team? It will not surprise you. Um, guess, guess, guess right now. Who's the first person you can mind? First person. Three, two, one. Dylan the villain. Yes. No way. Was it minus 13? It was minus 15. It was a villainous minus 15. Um, I think he Synergy thought... Synergy wrong then? Um, maybe the NBA app's wrong, but... I think the NBA app's wrong then. Synergy well, has minus 13. We'll, I, I, NBA app had minus 15. But Sorry, I'm going to go out and say it. I cheated on that question from Cole. I cannot believe you. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Can maybe, we move on? I think Dylan the villain probably saw the, the minus sign and was like, oh, this is more menacing. This is more scary. I think I will aim to have a poor night so that my stat sheet is scary. Ah, minus 15. That's poor production. Ah. Right? However, four for six from three. So there you go. Good job, Dylan. That's scary. Can I just read off some shooting percentages of these Rockets players for you? Why don't you? Jalen Green, 20%. Eesh. Fred Van Fleet, 38%. Ooh. Dylan Brooks, 71%. Ah. Seven shots, though. Ah. Jabari Smith, 33%. Ooh. Alperen Sengun, 55%. Ah. Amen Thompson, 30%. Gina, Jonathan Williams, is that how you say that? How, how do you say that name? Jonathan. Whatever. Okay, these don't really matter, but yeah. <sighs> Their top scores, not great. I also just, I, I, <laughs> it's also. 86 points in an NBA game. It's not 08 anymore, you know? It's also either a really good thing or a really bad thing when everyone has the same amount of shots taken around. Tonight it was a bad thing. Like, it was just. All right, yeah. That's, yeah, but, they're all right around the same area. They're all getting above 10. But, but. guys, I'm going to emphasize this. They're all in. They're, and right now they're looking to add even more productive veterans. Now, for Rockets fans that are listening, um, if you think back to. Yudoka's first year with the Celtics, not a great start either. So, so you, you might have a possible championship run coming where you lose in the finals. Maybe just not enough like timeouts and like what the fuck are you guys doing yet? You know? Yeah, we'll see. Because those worked with the Celtics. I don't think they have the cast. We'll see if Dylan the villain responds to that or just growls. How will that. he respond? Okay, let's get into the next one. Uh, what do you got for me, Chase? What I have for you, Cole, is performance of the night. Ooh. I now, know, obviously, honorable mention, Jason Tatum, 40, however many he had. That's decent. Luka Doncic, triple-double. But I wanted to go with one that stood out to me that I was a little skeptical on. We're going to go Kristaps Porzingis. You heard of him? Oh, yeah, I've heard of him. Cole, Kristaps Porzingis, 30 points. 15 in the first quarter. 8 of 15 from the field, 5 for 9 from 3. Oh, dear. Three, four blocks, rather. Eight rebounds. And... The highest plus minus on the team, plus 14. Oh, yeah. Uh, the number I didn't like was zero assists. I mean, what do you expect? I think he can create a little bit more with this team. I don't think he's had he's had Luka, obviously, but Luka's more ball dominant, and it's not really a guy that's going to take uh, catch-and-shoot shots. But I think 
we're going to be able to see him create more. Uh, the more teams scout him and they adapt to that. But uh, I just think Chris Stapps bring this, brings this team a whole other element that they didn't have in the past. Robert Williams, obviously a lob threat. Al Horford, obviously a threat on the perimeter. Chris Stapps brings them both. Also a guy that they can play through that will bring Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, somebody else to play with, so they're not constantly going iso ball, which was a problem in the past that caused them to struggle to score. Um, they're playing through Chris Epps a lot in the pick and roll and the pick and pop. He's a lob threat at the rim. They're getting a mid-post touches that'll spread the floor. And, you know, with him popping, it's not only going to bring him open shots, but they're going to have to make a decision because he's setting the screens for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, right? Mm -hmm. They get the slightest bit of an advantage. They're at the rim scoring. They're huge, huge guards that can play make. So it's going to make it very simple for them to make the read of is Chris Tapps open or am I open for an easy layup? I just think it brings a whole other element that they haven't had before. Yeah, one thing that we have always seen in Chris Tapps' career is he's either popping or he is rolling to the rim. And there's and it's a lob. It's a lob dunk. And there's lack of in-between. I think if he gets that in-between going, then we'll see a lot more assists. As we I don't know, know if they want that in-between from him, though. Okay, well, I'm saying if they do that, then we'll see more assists, as you're right. requesting, as the short roll right. is a passing opportunity as much of a, a scoring opportunity. But I just, I mean, his career averaged 1.8 assists per game. I don't really see him going much more than that. And that's my thoughts on that matter. Hot take, career high in assists for Chris Tapps this year. So two. It. So, I'm sorry, 2.5. No, I'm going to go 2.6. Oh, dear. Okay. Well, Hot take, heard it here first. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, and Chris Tapps will have probably nights where he does not shoot the ball so well. But he's still yeah, going to be getting good that's shots. That's just the law of averages. In I know. The NBA, I, uh, of course, of course. But you know, it's still going to be space in the floor. Absolutely, still absolutely, a worry. Yeah, for teams. Um, well, I'm a I'm a fan of Chris Depps as I was. In <coughs> whoa, how many times are you going to say whoa, man? This a podcast of strain. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, My life is strain. Nice strain. This is the strain life. That's no? bad. Oh, all right, all right. Jesus Next Christ. play. That's on me. Next play. Holy. Next play. That's embarrassing. Sorry. NBA Central is going to be posting that clip. Probably. I would love it. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. Um, why don't we just go to the next superlative? Sure. Shout out Chris Tapps. Okay. Um, the team that didn't live up to the hype award. Why are you all negative? We, we're going to have some positive. Are you just well. watching these games mad? No. All mine are positive, And you're we're, just like, oh, this team sucks. This team sucks. That's not true. We're going to have some positive. Later all in on. Rockets. Bad. We're gonna- Worst team of the night. Okay, the team the that heat. didn't live what? up to the hype. Okay. Ooh, they they were victorious. The team that didn't live up to the hype award um, goes to a team that everyone's uh, cheeky line of "Hey, this team's probably going to be pretty good this year," or "Hey, don't sleep on this team after this subpar year last year." Yeah, yeah. Hey, they got so good. Yeah, yeah, watch. Yeah, hey, yeah. watch out for these guys. Yeah, you, you you never know. I would be surprised. If they, don't it's don't the be Minnesota Timberwolves sneak up on you. Wait, what? It's the Minnesota Timberwolves. Everyone was was hyping him up after he saw Anthony Edwards and Team Team USA be all decent. I think that's warranted hype, by the way. Oh, of course, and for, and, and for Anthony Edwards and the Catman played very well for the Bahamians, Bahamians, Dominicans, Dominicans. That's what Puerto I said. Ricans, obviously, Puerto Ricans, Puerto Ricans, Puerto Ricans. Wow, we went one for one three. of those. Okay. One of those. One of those. Puerto Ricans. No, <laughs> no, no, Dominicans, Dominicans, Dominicans. One of those three. 
Dominican. Let's go with one of those three. Because Bahamas is Buddy Hill and DeAndre Eaton. Okay. That's, Puerto Rico. That's 100% Arnaldo true. Arnaldo Toro, Jose Alvarado. There you go. Shout out. There you go. Shout if out to you know, um, But yeah, we saw them lose to the. Um, what's our nickname for the. Whoa. Stop it. What's man. our nickname for the Raptors this year? Um, the. Um, the Hopeless Raptors. No. The NBA Seminoles. Florida State NBA. Florida State of the NBA? No, it's just like the wing team wingspan. Okay, no, um, the wings. No, um, team. Okay, I want it to be team something struggle about how, to score. I want it to be some somehow how they're hopeless yet spunky. Team, this this the hope team the, hopeless successfuls. No, the hope. It's like hopeless no, romantic. The hopelessly spunky Raptors. The hope. The we saw them lose in a close game against the hopelessly spunky Raptors. Um, how about feisty? No, because they some nights they don't exhibit toughness, and feisty is somewhat synonymous with toughness. Um, we saw Schroeder lead an offensive attack. You heard that right. Schroeder lead an offensive attack. Hey, he had a great summer for Germany. 22 points. He had a plus 10 plus minus, best on the team. Um, just really directing offense out there. Four of eight from three. Um, and you called this. Uh, outright, you said Schroeder's going to have an amazing year. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a great year. That's not um, going to matter. Which is the oh, be- it's, it's one, the most Schroeder thing ever. Percent. By the way, Pirtle, hundred percent from the field, might be three for three. Let's but, go. You know, it happens. Now let's get to the underwhelming team. <laughs> we saw a ton of settling, like an astronomical amount of settling on the Timberwolves side of the ball. Cat took uh, an otherworldly amount of floaters. I'm thinking, why is this guy taking so many floaters? Well, it's because he thinks he's a guard. Uh, Wait, what? Well, I mean, he's playing four. Okay, but all I'm saying, okay, my one of my favorite he plays. He can't get to the rim much. One of my favorite plays of the game was when Cat uh, got a mid-post feed at the elbow with, uh, guess who was on him? Other than Schroeder. That's right, Schroeder, who weighs like 180. Um, and Cat took one dribble, spun where he went backwards a little bit, took one dribble, fake, did an up and under, and instead of like trying to make a play out of it, he then went into you guessed it, a floater. No, yeah. Um, I mean, just you know, a, a good amount of not so good threes taken. Um, you know, and they're gonna need them to they're gonna need those to fall in order for them to be a good team. But they did not tonight. And we also saw Ant Edwards shoot a shit ton of contested jumpers. Uh, the Catman and the Ant-Man combined for 16 of 52 from the field. Um, and also, <clears throat> you got to give credit where credit is due. Gobert, 50% from the field. Although, minus 11 plus All nine. the shots in the restricted area, I assume, them. right? Yeah. 100%. How many shots did he take? He shot a decent 12. Can we play the field goal percentage game again for the, for the Timberwolves? Let's do it. Anthony Edwards, 30. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, 20. Yeesh. Conley, 44. Hey. Gobert, 50. Cat, 32. Ah. Kyle Anderson, 33. Mm. and reed 37. Ah. Shake Milton, 20. So, I mean, scoring, again, like, I guess the Timberwolves, Rockets, and Raptors thought it was throwback night, all going under 100 points. Yeah. But I, I, hey, they were nervous. You're not going to win in today's NBA scoring 94 points defensively. I guess not bad, but the Raptors aren't great offensively. They so were they, they held them to 97. But they were nervous. I guess. By the way, uh, but 
Scott Barnes, by the way, not taking that jump yet. Will he take the jump? No is my answer. No. no. Will Scott Barnes take the jump? No, dude. No. Um, yeah. Also, Mr. Spin Move himself, not a good shooting night. But OG Ananobi, good shooting night. So, it's, you know, there's, the young there's OG. balance in this world. Young OG. Um, so, yeah. Didn't live up to the hype award. Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker will be getting the certificate. Um, he's accepting it via mail, USPS. Shout out to him. And shout out to the Wolves for winning. We're not FedExing that? Most under no USPS. Most underwhelming player. We're only giving Fed we're only FedExing the positive awards because they need it right now. Oh, okay. Um, um speaking of positive awards. Let's do it. We're gonna go with the Guess Who's Back Award. We're gonna present Wait, that too. Is it Danilo Gallinari? No. Oh. He was back though. He, he was, was back. Everybody you could argue everybody was back. In theory. This guy was, like, back. But Danilo Gallinari was also back because he tore his ACL. And yeah. And he's back. No, yeah. He was a candidate. Good. Chet was a candidate. Oh. Ben Simmons was a candidate. Ah, uh, he didn't play great. This guy shined above the rest. Talk kind about him. Kind of. Talk about him. Zion. Zion? Zion Williams. Zion Williams? Yeah. Guess who's back? Zion. Nice. 23 points. 9 of 17 from the field. Nice. 3 assists. Nice. 7 rebounds. No blocks, but that's okay. Um, I. This is the crazy part. He put this stat line up, and watching the film, he still didn't look great. Yeah. Still not all the way back in rhythm. I think he can still shed a few pounds, but we'll see. Not getting greedy here, Zion. Um, he's. I know he's out of rhythm because he had five of his shots blocked, which is not normal. Now, Triple J was guarding him for a lot of it. Mm, he's soft. So that could be a component of it, but still not normal for Zion. But I like the way the Pelicans are using him. They're putting him in a lot of different situations. He's getting mid-post ISOs. He's getting low-post ISOs. He's coming off of ball screens. He had an amazing play where he split a ball screen, that got to nice. the rim dunk. You like that, that one? That was nice. That was nice. Uh, two lob plays for him. I saw that. One thrown from Brandon Ingram from half court. One looked like a set play where he's just faking, getting a catch, and spins, spins off, gets a lob. Um, didn't play the five at all. Every minute he played was with Valanciunas on the floor with him, mm-hmm. which well, and Nance, yeah, Nance too. But that'll probably change. He'll probably play five at some point, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of positives, but still can improve, which is maybe scarier. Scarier that he's going up. Fair, but uh, I liked what I saw. Yeah, uh, big fan of the Nance minutes. By the way, he, a lot of Shout a lot out. of. A lot of bring your lunch pail plays from him that I like to see. Um, so, yeah. Shout out to Zion. Hey, by the way, shout out to uh, the Ingram B.I. or the, yeah, Ingram B.I. McCullum Zion minutes going up. So, that's, yeah, that's good to see. Yeah. So, great we'll, to see. we'll see how long that can stay together. And, you know, every, once they get healthy with um, uh, Grand Theft Alvarado and Trey Murphy back, then we can get a fair assessment of this team. But, they were, in fact, victorious tonight. Yeah, I'm not going to put much weight in this win over the Grizzlies because they don't really and the Grizzlies are uh, have their team. I want to come up with a nickname for every single team by the end of the year, the... Uh, or by the end of the by the end of the two week stretch. Um, no, let's let's get into it later. We'll yeah, later. we'll 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 figure it out. Okay, so kind of just comes as we go. Yeah, exactly. I think you got to feel them out. Yeah. Um, let's get the next. You can't rush team nicknames. No, you can't. Make One thing about the NBA. It's like it's like the Wizards of the West and the Lakers. Yeah. You know? That it, came that, so natural. That came over a three-year span. 
I know, and it was like, but it was like the moment that it happened, it was like an absolute paradigm shift in all of our they lives. They just come to you. They're like, oh my gosh. Or it snapped for both of us and the rest of the universe. We're like, holy shit. The Lakers are the Wizards of the, the West. The Lakers are the Wizards of the West. Yeah. So, you know. Let's get in the next superlative. Yeah, sure. The Get This Guy Out of Town Award goes to, you got any guesses? Any guesses? Um, Wrong um, guesses only, because you might actually know who I'm get doing. Um... Only wrong guesses allowed. The oh, uh, get this guy out of town award. Jason Tatum because he has to go back to Boston to play against somebody else at home. Hey, no, no. This will be Holiday because he has to leave New York because they just played an away game, and that's not where he lives. Hey, no. Anthony Gill, you're cut off. No, fuck. I thought it was Anthony Gill. The get this guy out of town award goes to. Kyle Lowry. Dun, dun, dun. Are you bliming that for the one-point win against the shut Pistons? Shut up, shut up, shut up. Is shut that up. you're blaming Josh it on? Richardson didn't play. Oh, okay, I'm shut sorry. Up. Shut up, shut up. Is Josh shut Richardson... Up. We won. We won the game. The game was won. We won the game. That's all we wanted to do. We, we came in with the intent of winning the game, and we did it. Yay. I totally forgot we about are on the our huge way. offseason we signing did it. Josh Richardson. We won the game. That was our goal, and we did it. Okay, we accomplished go our heat. goal. Hey, go Heat. And we're undefeated. Go Heat. Have not lost all Jimmy season. Butler had a cool pump fake. Go Heat. Oh, my. Okay. He had go many, heat. many cool pump fakes. Why don't you let me talk? Go Heat. Well, I don't do this for you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to speak, and you're going to say something, and then I'm going to hit you with a mallet. No, you don't have a mallet. I'll find one. Nope. I'll, get, I'll get one from DeWalt. Shout go out ahead. to DeWalt. Tough man tools for the tough man jobs. In 31 and a half minutes of play, Kyle Lowry with a staggering zero points on. Go ahead. I'm just cheering for the heat. They need it right now more than ever. This is an NBA podcast, and we're going to talk about a team that is our Eastern Conference champion. I'm cheering for the NBA Eastern Conference champion right now. I'm I'm going to quit the podcast. Quit it. I'm quite serious. I'm going to quit the podcast. I'll bring Dylan, the producer, on. That's not his name. We'll talk whatever his name. I don't need to know his name. If you say one more thing, we'll talk I'm, badminton or whatever he likes. If you likes. say one more thing, I'm quite literally stepping away from the podcast, and I'm I'm quite serious. All right, I'm so serious. Go ahead, talk. I will be getting. I'm out, sorry. I will be getting out of my chair. I'll stop cheering for the Heat. Talk. I don't even want to talk anymore. Oh yeah. Will I? Can I say something about you interrupting? I promise. Turning my mic off. Mic off. Go. In 31 and a half minutes, Kyle Lowry was going for a staggering zero points. O of one shooting, two assists, with a mass amount of his minutes playing on the ball. Um, he just was not a factor out there um, defensively as well. Just, you know, very underwhelming. Um, you play 31 minutes as a point guard. You expect to shoot more than one shot and make more than two assists. Um, and people, again, will laugh at this. We cannot judge this team until we see Josh Richardson in uniform, I agree. As he will take a lot of the point guard minutes and point of attack defender minutes. Um, I mean, the Heat played with a lot of heart tonight, but quite sloppily as well, which is expected with um, a very uh, you know new unit getting a lot of guys indoctrinated. Um, not a lot of great shooting out there aside from Duncan Robinson, who played like it was his birthday. If you know, you know. Um, I don't know, um, but although one may say, you know, bruh. They barely eked out a win against the Detroit Pistons. What are you talking about? But I say this game was an extremely promising game. Hami Hawkins Jr. looked extremely NBA ready. Tyler looked hungry, although you did not. He shot the ball poorly, like I said. They're going to fall. He, yeah, they're going to fall. 
Jimmy looked like an absolute dog, just making plays, getting fouled, getting to the line. Um, again, his shots are going to fall. He didn't. He literally did not play a single preseason game. So this is the kind of game I expected of him. Kevin Love, beasts on the glass, extending the floor from three. He might have missed a clutch one at the end, but you know what? Never meet your heroes because sometimes shots don't fall in the end, and it happens, but we still won the game with some great defense. Um and I'm just excited to see this team play against the Celtics. I am going to be stupidly locked in. Is that Friday? In. That's Friday. Good one. Good one. Um, so, yeah, but get this guy out of town. If somehow we can get – if I don't – it's never going to happen. But if we get, like, Fultz and they get Lowry. Fultz is crazy, they dog. Get, they have an overhaul of point guards. I would – dude, I'd rather all Lowry's minutes go to RJ Hampton. Seriously. Okay, Kyle Lowry minutes or Drew Smith minutes? Dun, dun, dun. Kyle Lowry. Drew Smith Ooh. is the worst. I kind of liked how Drew Smith played. Oh, my gosh. I liked it a lot. All right, buddy. One for but two. I'll, let's get into the next superlative. Next superlative. Um, let's talk youngest, brightest Star Wars. Oh. The the critically acclaimed youngest, I, brightest I know, Star Wars. I know who it's not going to. Who? Victor Wembanyama. It's not going to him. I thought you were going to say Kendrick Perkins because he's not young anymore. Okay, let me give another guess on who it's not going to. Okay, go. Um, Cole Swider. Not going to him. He didn't play? Okay, wait. Wait. So no. Wait. Drew Peterson. Not going to him. No. No, not him. Okay, okay. Last guess, last guess, last guess. Last guess. Of people he will not go to. Okay, wrong. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, Youngest Julian Star- Strother. No, no. Not going to him. Good. Youngest British Star Wars goes to Devin Vassell. Oh, yeah. There were a lot of candidates out there. Uh, Chet was also in this category. Wembenyama in this category, uh, Scoop Scoop Henderson. No, don't because he didn't play well, so he couldn't get the award. He was a candidate because he's yeah, a before, young before person. Before the game started, he's a candidate because he's. You a young can person. only say it after as how they did in the game. He didn't perform like the youngest, brightest star. He got nominated before the season. He had nine garbage time baskets. All right, all right, he had, hey, 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 hey! I didn't want to trigger that. Didn't want to trigger that. Nine garbage time points, rather. Sorry. However, Devin Vassell. 23 points, 53% from the field, three assists. Um, biggest thing that stuck out to me was how many plays they're running for Devin Vassell. Dude, I knew it. I like that they're doing that because that shows that Pop trusts him and the whole staff trusts him, that when he gets the ball, they're going to get something good out of it. And uh, they did. He kept them in this game for a lot of the night. They were leading for a lot of the night. Uh, Luca's magic, Kyrie's magic kind of outlasted him at the end, but... Yeah, great game overall. One of my favorite things about tonight, well, and leading up to tonight, yeah, was the amount of people that don't know anyone on the Spurs, and you know, in the in the Towson men's basketball locker room, there was obviously a lot of talk about this game, a yeah. lot of just so much lead up to it, and I was talking about guys that I expected to have a game, and I first name that came out of my mouth, Doug McDermott. You, no, you can ask anybody about this. It was. I said Devin Charles Vassell. Charles Bassey. Devin, he's a good. He's a good player. Good player. Devin Vassell is going to have at least like twenty tonight. They're going to run a ton of their stuff for him. We're going to see a lot of shots okay, taken so by him. And people were like, "Who? What do you, Devin Vassell? Uh-huh. No, no way he's going to have a twenty ball tonight. What do you mean? Who is this guy? What, and I'm like, guys, they they just extended him for a reason. He averaged nineteen and a half last year. He's a very good player. Um, and I. <laughs> Whoa! Stop. Go on. Go and on. I guarantee talk. he will be their leading um, wing scorer this entire year. Um, he's a very good player. 
and they were like, I don't know. I don't, and then I, I, there was also, there was everyone knew Sohan was a good player. They didn't know what he did. And, yeah. I, and I had to tell him, I had to lay it out. This is his kind of game. Yeah. And they were like, huh? I didn't think it was that. He's like a all Nance team almost. Oh, that's a perfect yeah. summation. Yeah. Um, he, and we saw, I'll say this. He didn't win Youngest Pride of Star, but in my book, he won Most Improved Player Award opening night. Um, we did not see him shoot the ball that well like he did tonight. Um, we saw a few glimpses of him playing um, a lead guard. I don't want to say lead guard, but like ball handler type role last year. But to, to, uh, last night, he brought the ball up a lot. He initiated a lot of offense. Yeah, it looked good. And he guarded Luca for a lot of the game and did as good of a job as you could hope, I guess. It's, it's but time. just insane. To put two hands on the ball at the free throw line. That's true. In um, my in my days playing basketball, I've never been a fan of one-handed warm-up shots, of like breaking down a form and being, all right, let's start with one hand. Basketball, you shoot the ball with two hands. Not necessarily using both hands for power, but both hands are going to be on the ball, so both hands affect the shot. Yeah. Um, I don't agree with shooting one-handed shots. One of the biggest comedic moments reason. of the night was when Sideline Report was talking about how um, early in the year last year he was shooting two hands. He was shooting 43% from the line, and then he was working on a shot a lot. He shot one-handed a lot in practice to work on a shot, and then Popovich went up to him. He's like, hey, in-game you're shooting one-handed free throws, and he shot 73% the rest of the year. Um, and as she is telling this tale of both. improvement, he missed both free throws just... one-handed. Um, and my, the best part about it was – as he's bricking the last free throw, she says, and Sohan uses a classic trope, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Clank. I think, spin zone here, the free throw percentage went up just because of Pop's confidence in him and saying, hey, shoot this way, and I don't care. Hey, I don't believe you because I think Sohan's a confident person, and that didn't really make a difference. No, but it, it gets in your head. You're like, oh my God, I'm shooting 43%, but then it's like, oh, I changed. Everybody on like the team. a paradigm team is, shift. Yeah. Everybody on the team's confident in this way that I'm shooting. Now I'm more comfortable at the All line. Right. I think it's just Papa's just like, hey, keep shooting them, whatever. Facts. Okay. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Vassell. I have another superlative that goes with this game. I um, have one. Okay. May I say it? It's my turn. No. I will say it anyways. Derek Lively, um, honorable mention, youngest, brightest star. If. Wemben, if his name was Victor Wembanyama, the internet would have blown up yesterday. That's true. Um, he played great on both ends of the floor. Yeah. With that, great. I have the most underwhelming player award goes to, you guessed it, Charles Bassey. Just kidding. No. It was Victor Wembanyama. Um, he didn't have a, I mean, you know, not like a bad game. I mean, maybe, I think the foul trouble, might, the foul trouble obviously, is tough. Obviously. But two, he had the two in the first quarter. Um, and then he had, what, five with it before 10 minutes after the game. But um, we saw the exact type of game from him that Brian Windhorst tried to warn the universe, the entire country, about many, many, many months ago. Um, alas, <sighs> whoa. Alas, I did not listen to his warning. Um, I fully expected Wemby to go out there and have the exact kind of production that we saw in spots in the preseason, except just turned up. Um, and I'm talking about word for word, Windhorse described this exact game that happened from Wemby. Yeah. Um, he was going to have long stretches where he does absolutely nothing. 
a lot of standing idly around the perimeter, just waiting to get the ball naturally, and it didn't happen. I like um, that about him, though. No, and I'll tell you why later on. All right. Um, I don't like that about him, then. Exactly. And then we saw a stretch of the game where he blew up. We saw that in the fourth quarter we did when he had nine in like a span of three minutes. And you're like, holy smokes, this is a guy we've been waiting for, what he's been doing all the game. Um, it's almost like we should have trusted the guy that watched hours and hours of film of him and went to France and spent time with him. Yeah, but I mean, what we saw in the preseason was not indicative of that guy that we talked about, with, you know, where he's standing idly and not, do nothing. Um, one Blind thing that, squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, I think. is I don't even think that was applicable to the statement or anything. But um, I just said a statement. Oh, that's fun. Um, Thought I'd say it. I think that if he became a lethal cutter, which his body and his, you know, intangibles, that's like, I feel as though it could be the number one skill he has on the basketball court. That's could true. Be his cutting ability. And he just didn't, I, like, I didn't see one cut, like, the whole game for him, basically. That wasn't, like, scripted. Um, and it was a very... What if the Spurs don't teach that and don't drill that? And they don't want that? That Then they'd be stupid. That's... I'm just saying, I'm just... Quite literally, okay, Dad, I, here, think about this. Um, the amount of times I saw Wemby standing on the other, the opposite wing of an action, a guy attacks the ball, and his defender turns his back to him, his defender helps, but it's not a pass that can be made from that driver to Wemby on the perimeter, but if he were to basket cut, like, it'd be the freest two points anyone's ever gotten in the NBA ever. Yeah. And he just wouldn't do it. He's just sitting there like... At calling for the ball in a place where there's zero chance he could have gotten the ball. Um, and, yeah, it could have solved a lot of the Spurs' offensive woes as many of those ba- uh, many of those drives led to contested middies and blocked two-point attempts. Um, other thing I will say is that a lot of these Spurs, if they want to have a future in the organization, they're going to have to learn to play with Wemby better. There was a ton of times where he would get mismatches in the post. Yeah, they got to see those. He wouldn't demand the ball wholeheartedly. He just, he like, he had the expectation that they were going to get him the ball. Yeah. And then they wouldn't. Because, I mean, let's face it, last year with uh, Collins in and out of the lineup due to injury um, and, you know, Pirtle leaving mid year, we didn't see a lot of guys that were like, oh, we got to get this guy on the post. Charles Bassey. He's not really a post up president. Kidding. It was a joke. Um, Charles Bassey joke, everybody. Clap. Everyone loves Charles Bassey jokes. Um, yeah, we just uh, – I was texting with my good buddy Charles Thompson last night. We both Shout had, out. We both had the exact same sentiment. Man, these guys think it's their career. It's actually Wemby's it's career. It's Wemby's career. But I want to adapt my statement from earlier. I don't love that he's standing on the perimeter, but I like that he's not forcing the issue and he's letting the game come to him. I think that's really important, mm-hmm. and especially for young stars, that's a quality that's not really there, there in go. many of them. There you go. I like that he's Jalen Green, it. take notes. Just, uh, yeah, but I mean, I like that he's not forcing the issue too much. He's letting guys around him play, and I think just him doing the simplest stuff will affect the games in an amazing oh, yeah. way. Oh, yeah. Like the last, the fourth quarter, he scored, what, nine points? Nine points in like and, three minutes. Yeah, just rim running, lobs, rebounds. Taking, taking threes that are good. Hit a couple threes. Threes are great. I love the shooting, but Missing I think just throws. letting, yeah. Letting the game come to him, obviously, they're not even like running offense. You said they're not hunting the mismatches for him. But just the simple plays for him will change the game tremendously for the Spurs. Yeah. Um, last thing I do want to say um, that I did not like about Wemby 
He's not very good at getting post depth. Um, he needs to work on uh, doing his work early. Um, Grant Williams. Well, Grant Williams very is very much. Ball. He's pushed him off the one spot of the stronger players many in the a times. Um, so yeah. Also, weird. We didn't see a lot of Dwight Powell from the Mavs. Just, a, just yeah. A I don't know. Very, very strange. A lot of Kleber five minutes, which I'm not opposed to, but he's not really a five. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see the Spurs team play more. And I'm excited for the rest of the Spurs role players to get their due that they've deserved, you know, from years past. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have a shit ton of national TV games, so uh, guys are going to get respect that didn't yeah. get no respect last year. Mm-hmm. No respect. I don't get no respect. Okay, um, you have one more superlative, and then we will get into our. Uh, I segments. do not have one more superlative. Okay, then why'd you lie? You, I said I had three. Oh, you're talking about Derek Lively. Um, okay, never mind. All right, uh, let's get into segments. There's no snare in my headphones. No, you're so funny. Um, winner of the week. I would like to start. Yeah. No. Why do you have to start everything? I'm just gonna do it. Um, winner of the week. Fans of new injury diagnosis. What's that? James Harden is out for two games with reconditioning. I've never. That's, that's you've heard of one. a ramp up. You've heard of rehab. You haven't heard of reconditioning, have you? It's true because he, he was conditioned. It wasn't like he hadn't been conditioned for a long time. He was conditioned, and then he decided to. It was leave. It's so funny. I'm sitting on the training table, doing treatment, getting ready for practice, and I just see James Harden alerts flooding in as they have for the past couple of days. Oh yeah. And the first one is like James Harden is back in Philly. His bags are packed, ready to go to Milwaukee. And then it's James Harden will not travel to Milwaukee. He will stay in Philly to uh, get back in shape. And then I get an underdog alert. James Harden out with reconditioning for the next two games. I'm just like, what are we doing? What is the NBA? Yeah. What are we doing here? Uh, my, my favorite thing, it, made me, uh, it gave me a good smile when I was thinking about it. This means that Harden came back from his, um, you know, personal reasons. It came back from his um, trip to Houston just yeah. to make up, just to be a problem, be an issue, and not come to practice. Well, no, he wants announced. to get paid. He can't. He left. He's already under contract. I don't know. What he left. If go ahead. I don't like that statement. Um, he ahead. wants to be traded. He doesn't want to get right now. His whatever. Um, he doesn't want to get fined. Is what I'm saying. That's better usage of words. Yeah. Um, so. Harden is again. He's looking to cause a ruckus. He doesn't go to practice. He goes to Houston, and then boom, he's like, "I'm still gonna go to the games because I can cause even more problems if I'm actually playing." And they're obviously gonna play me and start me because I'm James Harden. He's James Harden. So he comes to the team playing, backpacked for the road trip, like probably already a plan in mind as to the ruckus he will be causing on the road trip, and they're like, "Um." You think he planned out a ruckus? I guarantee you he had a scripted ruckus. What do you think he's a ruckus that he planned? Dude, I don't know because I'm not a team cancer like him. Um, Tyrese Maxey said on the J.J. Redick pod that training camp, he didn't cause ruckus. Okay, He was helpful to all at training camp. He was still causing ruckus in the media by his actions. I guess, but he, there was no ruckus at training camp. Okay, well, he was ready to Nick cause... Nick Nurse runs a no ruckus training okay, camp. Okay, well, he he was immediately in ruckus mode after that podcast was uh, posted as he left and didn't show up to practice. The, uh, the uh, play, unannounced. The Sixers are going to be called the post-ruckus Sixers once Harden gets traded, I think. Okay, that's that's actually good. That's I love good it. Name. Okay, so 
He's ready to cause ruckus. He comes with his backpack, and instead of getting on the team plane and you know being like, "Oh, I can't wait to cause this ruckus," they're like, "Actually, you are going to stay in Philadelphia and run sprints with our strength trainer." Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's what he's probably doing as we're talking right now. He's just running sprints. Um, so and just doing defensive slides. I'm imagining like James Harden trying to step onto the bus and Nick Nurse standing there being like, "Is that McDonald's on your breath?" You're staying here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Shout out to them. Um, Breath smells like a little baby. What is... No. No. You're not getting little baby, bus. not gay. Neither is James Harden. Yeah. That was a joke. So... Because of their friendship. Winner of the week for me. It's going to go to Cole for being undefeated on his biggest prediction of the season. That is... The Charlotte Hornets opening the season with a rousing victory over the Atlanta Hawks. Imagine being a guy that gives yourself winner okay, of the week. Okay, how about this? Winner of the week, Charlotte Hornets for proving That's the no proving the well wishers right. Keep yourself out of winner of the week. Okay, how about this? Winner of the week, Charlotte Hornets for proving the well wishers right and proving the naysayers wrong, coming out victorious in their opening game against the Atlanta Hawks. It was a game that we did not get to talk about in, in our, you know, our superlatives. So I wanted to give a shout-out to the Charlotte Hornets for eking out a very, very solid, very promising victory over a team that has been in the playoffs multiple times in the past few years. I'd give a shout-out to their physical therapy staff. They looked well-rested, well-recovered. I'm talking about... just moving fluidly out there. The training staff down in Charlotte is doing a bang-up job, I might say. Special shout-out to Dr. John Gardner. Oh, yeah. He was looking ready in that second row if needed. Um, I, for one, thought he should have taken the clipboard at least a couple times to uh, do some uh, ATOs. Hey, Steve, how about this Zoom action? You know what? That's exactly right. Steve, what are you thinking about running pistol here out of this timeout? (laughs) Um, You know... Lamelo might have not shot Steve, the ball well. Steve, you heard of a Spain ball screen? Let me break it down for you. Now, Lamelo might not have shot the ball well, but you know that's a lot of the stars on opening night. They're trying to you know get their feet wet, get their shot attempts up, and you know it, it wasn't falling. But whoa, gosh, this guy! But overall, great shooting performances from the rest of the Hornets. Uh, Terry Rozier looked like uh, as we expect him to be a seasoned veteran, um, really leading the way crunch time as. We all know LaMelo is going to make the right decision for the team. And last night, the right decision for the team was to get the ball in Scary Terry's hands, crunch time, and he made good stuff happen. Um, one thing that we're obviously going to see them improve at late in the season as, you know, when you're in closer games, you're going to get better at this, and that is crunch time defense. Yeah. Uh, Trey Young got to his spots too easily and was getting fouled, trying to get them back in the game. Hit his first three of the night, very late game with an open look. Um, crunch time defense, I think you're too often being like, uh, don't touch them, stay away. And then yeah. it's like, oh, shoot, they scored way too easily. It's also it's also definitely an overlooked matter for those young teams that are trying to. Oh, know, yeah, because they think they have it locked up already. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Yeah, it is tough. tough. Um, so, yeah, shout out to the Hornets. And, of course, keep on expecting them to exceed expectations this year. Expect them to be a playing team. That's my call. Yeah. Hornets playing. Expect them to stay healthy. Oh, they'll be staying healthy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll be staying healthy. Oh, yeah. Can, can, will they be staying out of trouble? We don't. We can't speak no, on that. No, nobody but can. But health. They probably won't. Yeah. Health. Um, loser of the week. The 76ers development staff that has to stay in Philly and work out hard <laughs> to recondition him. 
That's right. Imagine the ruckus he's going to be causing in there. <laughs> Whoopee cushions galore. I, I how many times? <laughs> how many times do you think they're like Harden touched the baseline and he touches the block and they're like, "Whoa, stop causing ruckus!" Harden, we're going to make ten threes here. He makes like seven. He's like, "I'm out." I, I That's go. enough. That's a ruck. Stop causing all nope, this ruckus. ruckus. So, you know what we should add? We should. You know what we should add in these uh these st- segments. Ruckus maker of the week. Who that made, would be fun. Who caused the mo- ruckus? Caused it. Who caused the most ruckus? Obviously, the suit goes to heart. You think the Sixers have a sign in their facility no of like? Ruckus? There's been blank amount of training camps without ruckus, and it's like zero. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um. Gosh, man, right. what a ruckus that organization is. All right, my loser of the week. It is the Chicago Bulls. Uh oh. Um, so halftime of the uh, Bulls game. They are down a good amount to the Thunder. Um, Billy Donovan comes in to a rousing amount of heated arguments um, amongst the players. Billy Donovan asks, should I leave? And you guys just talk this one out? And they say yes. A classic coach's move of betting on your guys and betting on leadership. Did it work out? They got leaders in there. Yes, they do. But did it work out? Hey, No. no. As they lose to the Thunder by, what was it, 20? And you guessed it, after the game, they're starting off hot. They're not playing games. They had a players-only meeting. Players-only meetings. The second players-only meeting. Yeah, essentially. Are players-only meetings good signs for teams? No, No, not really. But they're especially, especially not a good sign after the first game of the year. I didn't see the first players-only meeting coming. The second night of the season. I didn't see coming either. Game um, nine of the season? Yeesh. Yeah, that's, that is how you say uh, rough. Um, by the way, uh, let's check in on... Um, give me one sec. Jeez, man. You're sneezing like a madman out this here. This is the podcast of strain. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Chicago Bulls, do we have expectations for them? Going to the year. No. No. So, yeah. Let's get into tweets of the week. Tweet of the week. Um, this guy is an easy one to get tweets of the week out of, but he just can't be ignored. You ever heard of a guy named Magic Johnson? I think so. Magic think Johnson so. tweeted after Lakers Nuggets. Tonight we learned that the world champion Denver Nuggets are going to be very tough to beat in the NBA playoffs. Last night we learned that. Never before did we learn that. I didn't know that. I didn't. Wednesday night around 10 o'clock, we learned that the Denver Nuggets are going to be tough to beat in the NBA playoffs. Wow. Not after they won a finals and nobody could beat them in the NBA playoffs. Wow. Last night we learned that. Wow. That's a good fact. So all of you out there, you learned something new. All right. uh, My tweet of the week comes from at Can He Live? Um. I don't know if you know this, but uh, when LeBron was drafted to the Cavaliers, um, you know, a, a very uh, big, prideful uh, team of veterans that was that he joined into. The players were asked, um, you know, how's it going to be LeBron joining the team? Um, Ricky Davis said, he can just hop on our bandwagon. Um, Boozer has said, we have better players than him in his, in his position right now. Um, another guy that I don't even know his face said, he can have an immediate impact, uh, kind of like Karan Butler. Karan Butler, tough juice. Um, um, can he live? Posted a screenshot of all these uh, quotes. Um, it says, 
Wemby, guys, I'm open. I have a mismatch. The Spurs players, colon, and it's these, uh, these quotes. So I gave a very good chuckle. If you see it, you might get a better chuckle than me describing it. But it was just a great summation of the night. This one, you describing it's like a ha-ha. Yeah, but if you saw Seeing it, you're it's like, like ha-ha. 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 So, yeah. You, uh, you got trivia for me this week, or did you forget? I do not have trivia this week. What are we doing, man? I was too focused on the games. You're dog. the trivia guy this week. I did a good one last week. Stumped you. All right. Um, trivia. Name four guys named Patrick in the NBA. Go. Patrick Williams, Patrick Beverly. Can be old players, too. Ooh. I'm thinking of a Hall of Fame center. Patrick Ewing. There you go. Patrick Stars and SpongeBob, not an NBA player. That is so right. Um, come on, come on. Wow, not a lot of Patricks in the NBA. Okay, new one. Can you name someone that played in the Lakers and is now in the Pelicans? Not a name Brandon Ingram or Larry Nance. This, are you talking Lakers of the South, the Pelicans? You know what? That You might be honest with there, but I'm thinking of one guy that... Won a game for the Lakers last year. Um, he also played on the Timberwolves last year, as well as the Lakers. He's now on the Pelicans. Matt Ryan's not a, not a Pelican. He is a Pelican, and he played very well last night. What? When did he get on the Pelicans? Uh, this season is the answer. He was on the Wolves bench in Dubai. He's now on the Pelicans. He was just picked up, and he played 13 minutes. No and guess way. What? Shout out to Matt Ryan. And he shot three of six from three. Why did my mind go directly to Matt Ryan? Because who else played in the Lakers and Timberwolves last year? Except for Matt Ryan. So yeah. Pat Bev. That was good trivia. That was good trivia. You, you are doing trivia again next week, and you're going to bring a real question. <laughs> okay, but that was a good question. Matt Ryan. What other Patrick plays in the NBA? I need a fourth Patrick. I can't think of one. <laughs> Hold on. We, we're not ending. Okay. Patrick's um, in... NBA. Let's see, let's see. Patrick. Uh, Patrick Patrick Ewing, Patrick Beverly, Patrick McCall. God damn Patrick it. Patrick McCall, champion, champion, champion multiple-time champion. Go, shout out McCall. Three-time, two-time. Three-time, three-time, three-time. Two with the, three time, two three with the Warriors, one with the Raptors. Shout out to Okay, him. good podcast. Great All podcast. Right, thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will be back next Thursday. I think we'll be back soon. Bye. Shout out to Walt. I'm going to cut it from here. Tough man's so, tool for the tough man's job. 28.3% off. Quarter-inch drill bits at Ace Hardware, wall supplies laughs, four eligible stores, buy, buy your drill bits, 28 for 3% off. DeWalt! Okay. Tough man's job. See Still shout-out to Cheetos. See Feel the burn. See it's part for the Court Podcast.